It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You did it. You're here. And once again, welcome to the wonderful world of the cultural content consumption appraisal hour. We might be in a whole new world, shout out Aladdin, of um, recording, using new software, touring all the free trials like we're window shopping for Christmas. But you don't need to know that. That's a bit too behind the scenes and behind the curtain. But trust me, we have a co-host today who is quite excited about it all, aren't you, Christopher? Yes, 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 I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I I've, guess... I've tried all the things. I've yeah. gone to all the websites. I've learned all the trials. And this might be one we stay with or it might be one we don't. <laughs> oh, I love this. We're like speed dating with the, the different recording places. What do we call these? Because it's quite new kind of um, a new service out there. It's a recording podcasty camera video making platform. And we appreciate you. <laughs> this one i actually um, yeah. remembered from one of my tech podcasts there's a guy oh, nice. on it who's like an ambassador for this uh, software he goes it's really mm. great it's really easy to use and i was like i'll find out how great and easy it is to use so we'll see <laughs> he'll find out for himself and who knows are we gonna get to that point in the um podcast and a podcast and a podcast sort of vibe that we're going to review podcast recording platforms on the podcast i don't think <laughs> it quite counts as content it's more of a platform but uh hey ho we're using it today and you're really going to know when we're very taken with one because we're probably going to end up shouting out today we're not are we it's just a mystery sort yeah. of although if yeah. we put a clip of this somewhere then they'll see People the giant watermark out. in the corner of the box <laughs> the old watermarks oh dear i love i love that just as as the thing that you have to pay for is just going to get in your grill a bit and be a bit um, obstructing your, your lovely clean video. But that's fine. That's the price we pay for not paying a price. It's a free trial. And here we yes. are. We're recording our podcast. We've got content for you. It's another, would you call this, Christopher, with a movie about music, so to speak, and an album? Would you call this another music special, another music spectacular? Um, Possibly, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think the very interesting. Do you think thing, it's a music spectacular? I do, and I think sticking to hashtag uh, review things uh, near the at least midway point or coming up to the tail end of season two, I think we couldn't have. If you do want to stay within one medium, music today, you couldn't have a more vibey, weird crazy contrast than the two things we're talking yeah. about today although um, we're, we're recording this yes. um peek behind the curtain on halloween and, Ooh, that's and one of the one of these things is is a terrifying scary thing <laughs> oh love and that. I, we'll come on to that on the reviews but um <clears throat> i feel like before we come on to that in the reviews would one of us like to just <laughs> let the let the new listener in comfort them take them by the hand much like you took me by the hand to to walk me through all the new technology this morning should we take our new listener by the hand explain to them what the podcast is all about i feel like i'm a bit we've we've started to we've started to grow up as a little podcast christopher we've had a guest on recently we've had all sorts yep. so whose turn is it do you remember i don't but i also don't have access to my phone to put a timer on the screen okay, so. as i told you as i mentioned to you earlier my phone is currently my webcam so so i haven't thought you know this what the new listener is currently thinking it's like wow they like to talk about how they're recording the podcast that's like their favorite thing <laughs> hey like, okay. if there was a podcast about that i would be on it 
<laughs> not on so it as in like a guest, but like no, I'd be listening to it. Regularly. On it as a listener, I hear yeah. you. And then it, sa- and then it sounds start, like my jam. <laughs> and then you start dreaming about being on it as a guest. And shout out before we get to the game. Now we might as well shout out that Christopher was a guest already on a podcast. He's he's really grown that. up in the podcast world. Yeah, he was on. Um, I think he's uh, Walk with Bex's episode five special guest. Possibly and yes. and yes. Uh, Four meet my five, brother. Yeah, yeah. Meet my brother Chris, and it's a long-form interview that dropped on Sunday, I think. And the thumbnail is amazing. The intro is amazing. I'm waiting for the time to to indulge in that myself. It will be in the show notes. But shout out to our um, special co-host Bex, who who guested on, and we had a lovely time with. She pitched a book, which I'm so sure both of us are right in the middle of and enjoying. But we won't talk about it because spoilers. I'm in the middle anyway. of thinking about enjoying it. <laughs> I'm in the middle about thinking about thinking about enjoying it and I can't wait to think about it some more um but yeah how did um before I uh before I let us introduce this podcast quickly why don't you shout out another podcast um what was did you watch the whole thing back or are you just is that a bit much you already listen to this podcast back every week to to check for production uh things so did you did you do that for this one walk with your Um, walk with Bex episode I did. I did watch it. And I cringed quite a bit, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> well, do you know what? That's very endearing to me. That's a very human response. Um, I'm I'm glad to hear. But uh, not that just that you cringe, but I'm glad to hear that you watch back because it already it's got bare views. It's got nice comments. Everyone seems really happy with it. I can't wait to watch myself. That'll be right there at the top of the show notes, ladies and gents. But what's Christopher's bread and butter? This podcast that he hosts. What's this all about? I'm going to give him. Because um, I'm the one with a phone timer and we'll figure out whose turn it is and all of that malarkey on another episode shortly. Mm. I'm going to give I've, you the I've just, Sorry, I've just, <laughs> I've just done something. What have you done? <laughs> I've just added a timer to our video. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay. If you can't see that, that's not very useful, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was hearing so I, all the typing. I was again. like, is my boy writing some copy for us? You are getting a timer going that I can't see. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll forget that. We'll, we'll forget okay, that. Sure. Let's do it the old-fashioned way. If you, the old-fashioned way. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. do the 30-second game. And okay, I would uh, love we'll, we'll take it from there. Second game, and I would because see... uh, we need to we need to get the listeners back because I realise <laughs> that back. this is the this Come is the back. most distracted I've been during the start of a podcast. Listen, if you just give me thirty more seconds, dear listener, my yeah. my distracted but excitable, endearing producer is going to tell mm. you in thirty seconds all about this podcast. He's not going to get distracted. No, and start I'm, talking I'm, about I'm today's stop playing tech. with tools. I'm just going to let's 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 <laughs> talk about content, which is what we he's here got. For. This it's all the content. Here's what our podcast is about in 30 seconds. Go. So me and Jeffrey have been friends for a very long time and we like music. We like movies. We like TV shows. We like all of the stuff. Um, And when we were younger, we liked to just force the other one to watch the stuff. So what we do now is we do that, but in front of people and we talk about that stuff with everyone listening. So I'll pitch something to Jeffrey. Jeffrey pitches something to me. We then try and guess how much the other person is going to enjoy it with scores before, during and after. And then hopefully some point at the end of the podcast we find out who wins and that's pretty oh, much it. i love that i love that we do it with people watching the podcast for years are just over there right we've got the the people watching us like go on record yeah. your podcast um i love <laughs> that i love that uh, we've been forcing each other great verb yeah. great verb <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i've said that before but and i it's... think we will take we, we i'm gonna we're gonna take notes from becky because she did yeah. say to us I think after the pod or but mm. in the preamble to the pod that mm. we need to up our 30 second game. We need to do something different. True. So yeah, that... if people would like us to do the 30 second game in a funny way where we have mm. to include five words or mm. do it as an impression of somebody, yes. <laughs> then oh, let's get even more politically correct. Do it in an accent. <laughs> yes. All the ways. If you've got yeah. ideas, please share them with us. We've got our social details in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, CCC appraisal hour all the good stuff we're on uh twitter could we be on instagram by the time this episode goes live i would say the chances are slim (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) but we have all the good intentions and yeah as he said we're 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 recording um a podcast about content content is out there content has been consumed content is not the right word sometimes because Mm. this is art this is deep but at the end of the day that is what we're calling it in this day and age shall we start back in time christopher shall we start in the modern age what you're feeling uh let's start back in time 
Let's start, let's start back, back in time. time. Okay, let's start back in time. Now, do help out because it didn't it didn't jump out to me as too obvious, but this mm. is technically going to be your review segment. What it's it's not jumping out. What what Hall- happy Halloween, but what was terrifying? It can't be Lewin. Little Lewin. It's little what Lewin. So what one is of little an, rambles? So so um a podcast, one of the first podcasts of uh the the films to be buried with buried with podcast with um Brett Goldstein, also known as um, Roy oh, Kent, Roy Kent from uh, Ted Lasso. I'm remembering all of the names today. <laughs> um, he had Nish Kumar on there, and they talk about their favourite movies, the movies that made them cry the most, the scariest movie. And Nish mm. Kumar said that Inside Lewin Davis is the scariest movie. Mm. Um, and as it's Halloween today when we're recording, um, I thought it was quite apt that we're also yes. watching a scary movie. I'm watching it back now. It's not as glitzy and glamorous and as fun as I remember it when I first watched it. It's actually a terrifying movie about someone stuck in a loop, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And I, uh, I really like that uh, preamble because it it's it rings true to me too. I, I definitely had a feeling of this isn't what I remembered it to be, but it was less. Mm. I wonder how much the niche that that word choice um, framed it for you because for me, less terrifying but more like quite sad. Yeah. Um, but w- whichever way you go with this, I think this one is a really interesting one. There's been lots of off-pod debates, dear listener, about what's going on. There's certain people who will refusing to be guests on the show but have all the takes. And <laughs> like too many old things that have already been watched. Let's go for the new stuff. And your boy out here, clearly, when it comes to either Shin's album. that's or... something I'm clipping out and sending to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to either, you know, Shin's albums or this Coen Brothers films. Uh, film, or Hamilton. Uh, or Hamilton. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot out there that has already been consumed by our, our co-host. And as, as I was told, this might be impacting an anticipation score. Uh, we mm. shall see about that. But we have a similarity here in terms of we have both already watched this before. And Mm -hmm. there was just something in the air, something autumnal, something wintry. I haven't gone back to it for many years. And Mm. um, sometimes a podcast is a good excuse. I found this podcast a good excuse for a lot of things, to be honest, and this being one of them. And yeah, we both experienced it at a moment where we fell for it, fell in love with it. We've both been songwriters in our time and been very influenced by the 60s and Dylan and that scene and felt a lot for it. So it's really interesting that to come right out of the gate, hot, and I'll put, I'll give, I'll give you the baton, the mic now. Mm. But that we both, I found it to be a very different film to the one I remembered, and not a worse film at all. But like, definitely, no, I enjoyed it in a different well. way. So, yeah. So yeah, t- tell me about how you found it this time. So for those who um, ignored us last week and didn't, um, yeah. Chris was go very and watch like it. he actually pl- he actually implored you last week to watch along. Yeah. So shame on you, listener. So I give you permission to pause this pod now and go watch a movie, which you should. And if you do. don't, I also said that, again, also said that about you deserve Barbie. spoilers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so expect to be spoiled. Yeah. Um, but uh, Inside Lewin Davis is a film starring Oscar Isaac. It's also starring uh, Adam Driver and Justin Timberlake, uh, not in the ways that you'd think, nope. and. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. I was gonna nice. get the name you got out. There. You I, was, had it. I wasn't John just gonna forget. Not like you, where you forget the Cohen one woman film. on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Gosh darn it. Uh, yeah, and John Goodman, and another guy who looks like Austin Butler, but isn't Austin Butler? He's the guy. Oh, Garrett Hudland. Is that his name? Hudland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. He does um, look like Austin Butler. But yeah, um, and, but it's mainly a film that follows Oscar Isaac um, in the 1961 around the Greenwich Village. Um, playing the gaslight basically on a weekly basis or monthly mm. basis, um, trying to get his music career off the ground. You learn a little bit about his past, but not a huge amount. So mm. you know that he was in a duo um, that had a popular song out. Um, he's lost his um, duo partner for whatever reason that you find out later in the movie. But ultimately, he's on his own trying to get his own little album that he's recorded out. And he's sort of. He's couch surfing. He doesn't have a lot of money. He's staying at people's houses. He's sort of just about getting by on mm. sort of a daily. Mm. Um, but that's intermingled with beautiful folk songs from the time of which mm. he performs, other people perform. And it's just almost showing this sort of 60s circuit in New York. I assume it's mm. New York. Yeah, it's New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, of what's what's what it was like to be on the scene at the time sort of thing, mm-hmm. but not from the glitzy glamoury way that you'd see the Bob Dylan story, but from someone who's possibly good, but not as good or still struggling 
Or in, in our case, you're watching it thinking, this guy is very talented. Why is he mm. not making it? Mm. Um, and it sort of tells that story. It does um, indeed. It does indeed. And I think it's so... It's just it's just perfect, right? Because we've really <laughs> enjoyed uh, No Direction Home. And yeah. I I've definitely... I remember... Listen, I feel like this might, this might be going out on a limb here, but I've got a sudden flash, a sudden intuition of memory. Did you read Chronicles by Bob Dylan? I have it. <laughs> well, on top, on top of all the different things that cover that era, um, it's always like even the Cohen brothers talk about this. If you look at that era from a post Bob Dylan mm. perspective, it's uh, a whole different thing. He changes the scene; it gets commercialized and it gets popular, and it's like he's the big iconic figure that almost brought all the eyes to it and then the scene changes and all that stuff. This is in that exact moment, 1961, where he isn't out there yet. In fact, the film does this brilliantly where in this ethereal light, he sort of hovers in the club at the end of the film when it's like everything's about to change because there he is, right? But when you've got all the iconography, it's always, as much as it can tell the true story about how, oh, even Bob Dylan was couch surfing at first and it wasn't a sure thing, it's always done with an after-the-fact assuredness that he's going to become the biggest thing in the world, right? Yeah. And the really nice thing about a film like this is it looks at the scene in just a... There's just a bunch of people bumbling about. It's just like any other scene. Yeah. And um, if anything, it made me think like, gosh, this is kind of like... They should do this like almost as a concept format for all the different scenes because like you'll always have one emergent figure, but in yeah. there is people who might be equally talented at the music bit but are... We can argue about this. Horrible people, <laughs> potentially, like Lewis <laughs> yes. Davis, or are just going through things, or said the wrong thing to someone, or they're not as talented mm. at the schmoozing. Whatever it is, at the yeah. end of the day, as much as Bob Dylan is supremely talented, there will always be luck in the making at stakes, right? And just, mm. Lewin's got a lot of stuff on, man. And like, I don't know about you, but just to get right to one of the hottest things in this movie for me is he finally gets his chance when he yeah. goes and he finds this label boss guy and he chooses this quite obscure like child ballad to play him and it's like if this guy likes the song he could change his whole career yeah. and his life and then it's a very moving performance of this song and at the end the guy just goes i don't hear a lot of money here and it's just yeah. perfect and it's like wait the movie's supposed to be oh you've got it kid here's your contract <laughs> yeah. and let's go you're gonna headline and, and what's even more heartbreaking is then after that he goes but i could give you an opportunity to be part of a trio and you yeah. can make some money doing that and yeah. Louis davis is just like nah not for me sort not of thing is he is either all it's all is either just me or it's nothing yeah. and that's um, perfect because that's like oh, that's even another way in which hey maybe if you took that gig that could lead yeah. to something something but you're so uh weirdly pure You've got this purity mm. that you're guarding that's going to like yeah. almost hold you back, maybe. Um, yeah. Let's can we argue about Lewin Davis the person for for just a moment? Not we can argue film. about anything you want, Jeffrey, because we do not argue enough on this podcast. We don't, do we? <laughs> you we send don't. me clips of other podcasts and people arguing and going, let's "Why don't argue we argue like, like these this?" Guys. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't a podcast. You sent it was me Monday Night Football. Gar- Monday. <laughs> okay. It was Carragher and Neville who have like for all the years they've known each other and clearly got this yeah. banter. There was a lot of like, "I let you talk, will you let me talk?" <laughs> um but yeah as much as um i lo- i still love him as a character i think he's so great but like mm. he is an arsehole can we agree a little bit right yeah do you remember him to- did you remember him being an arsehole i did not i was quite no surprised. i was like he's lovely look at him he's got a cat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, that's basically it dude he um. basically now we're getting into the nittiest of gritty spoilers he basically asks the dude whose girl he slept with to borrow money to secretly pay for her abortion. Yeah, I never put two and two together like that. I thought he was just trying to get some dinner or... <laughs> I'm pretty... Because remember, the guy's like, oh, That's he's true. got another yeah, girl yeah, yeah. pregnant. He's like, no, it's another girl. It's his girl. It's Justin Timberlake's girl. So that's like... That's like asshole. La- but to be honest, even though there are those asshole layers... You do feel this affinity for him, and part of it is the way he looks yeah. after the cat. Part of it is the way that older couple, who he's quite rude you, to, you think he's just he's just not got his break. He's trying really hard. He's just kind of you're you're led in that sort of direction. But what you see at all of these points, at various points throughout the movie, he's got opportunities mm. to bail on the music thing and just sort of sort his life out. And each time he's like, no, it's the music yeah. thing. 
Which, yeah. again, like you say, if the movie ends with him being a superstar, he made the right decisions. But equally, sure. it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, do uh, you, you know what? I think a big um, framing for this movie, because it, it touches, it doesn't give you like the biggest exposition ever, but it touches everything. It shows you his dad in an old mm. folks home who can't communicate anymore. And he plays him a song. And like music being one of the last things to go that we can understand, even if we get old and have dementia and stuff that's really moving and touching they seem to share a moment of eye contact it shows you his relationship with his sister how his sister's a bit like okay come on now grow up and get a job and stop swearing in, son- in front of my son yeah. it shows him all these moments but to me i think i felt this nudge to look at the film this time around as like his mate just died and so Catch whatever <laughs> whatever you've got against him he just threw himself off the off the golden gate bridge and that was not even not the Brooklyn o- Bridge. Not even the Brooklyn Bridge. Shout out to John Goodman just tearing him a new one. Did you did you laugh out loud when John Goodman was like making fun of folk musicians? You play folk songs. I thought you were a musician. That's really funny. C string three C G G. It's like we're jazz musicians. We play all the notes. I was like, you know what? This is some good roasting. I appreciate it. <laughs> Before it got quite coarse, I actually was on his side. I was like, that's a good point. Well played. But um, but he's like, um, what's it called? He's tor- he's he's quite torn up, and not there's two things going on for me. It's like the heartbreak of his actual friend, and kind of that was his meal ticket. Yeah, right. That was what was working. That was selling. Um, they they had if we had wings, their little album going, and that was their duo. And now he's just this gruff motherfucker who's out here. Just uh, yeah. he's trying. Uh, one thing I want to put out there for you, though, is that he you were saying, oh, you know, he won't give up on the music. A funny thing I got is like as much as it's like a, a loving portrayal of that scene. And I love a lot of this music. He seems in some ways and this might be about his friend. He seems quite checked out. Like when the, the little vocal group get up there and the manager's like, what do you think of them? And he's like, I like their sweaters. And yeah. like he and when he the, he thinks uh this army guy is going to invite him up onto the stage i don't have my guitar and then he invites other people up on stage anyway and um, he seems a little bit like but then i still no, feel like he's a little bit like oh he would have done it he would have done it that's true he <laughs> yeah done it. but he, he definitely seems in a funny place in terms of like right now is not exactly a i am full of inspiration and love for music it's like mm. right now this is what i do this is my job i take it very seriously but i'm also just a bit of a but then, stubborn but then equally arsehole. the scene seemed really saturated as well so it seemed like tell me he more. was he he was one of everyone there oh, everyone he interacted with was another sort of type of musician trying to do their thing whether it mm. was um, the adam driver character whether it was mm. kerry mulligan and justin timberlake themselves were both artists they're both in a trio with yes, whatever the yeah. army guy so it seemed like everyone did music and it was yes. almost like um there was no one who didn't yeah yeah <laughs> and, how and, are you gonna he, stand he, out super yeah, oversaturated exactly 100 and it, which is kind of I mean, music's quite oversaturated now, but for different reasons, because everyone yeah, yeah. can do it, which is a good thing. Yeah. But Which is a good thing. But this happens to every yeah. scene that breaks, I think. And I this mean, is we're a, really... a podcast in a saturated sea of oh, podcasts. Mate. 100%. <laughs> what makes you stand out? What makes you go and like, oh, the idea yeah, fancy that Fancy like, software. Fancy software is what makes you stand fancy out. Fancy software is what will do it. Or Lewin just joining the fucking trio for a couple of years and then breaking big in another way. But no, he has to take the L. Because I think he's almost addicted addicted is the wrong word i think he's mm. almost like quite drawn to taking the l to, to yeah. speak in a weird way like that's he's a bit of a martyr right now he's taken his lumps and he's not as much as he comes across as quite defensive i don't think he's very happy with himself either and mm. he's just stuck in this you know battle dynamic with life right now but yeah it just it makes you think that in every scene there must be such talented people who are probably if they did get a bit of the chance and attention spotlight mm. resources they might produce some of the greatest works ever like there's people out there in each of these scenes the people who break and get all mm. the success and renown aren't necessarily the most talented they're just the ones that made it and there's there's a lewin davis in every scene is what i want to mm. say with their own yeah. sad story and i love i love uh, watching a film about one i just um it's funny when you're really interested in a scene and then like a really cool directorial team uh take it on that's 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 going to be vibes and this film is certainly if nothing else this this film is vibes but i definitely yeah. felt this like watching it the first time all those years ago inspired just to go off and do music and i love music vibe and this time it was like oh this is quite a sad story about a man as you say stuck in a loop so yeah did you finish I, I, it I don't know i don't more? know if i want to i really want to discuss 
the ending and yes. how oh, you please. feel about the ending. Yeah, but perfect. I want to get one other. I want to get a very Chris review take out right now. Oh, I can't wait. Music in films, I struggle with because how it's either mimed or recorded or how it sounds when it comes across i really struggle yes. with like yes. they often go for there's a band on stage and then someone presses play on a backing track and they all mime to it and you suddenly feel like you're out of the scene because it just sounds like it seems like a music video or whatever i don't know what the coen brothers did or how they did it Ooh. but the sound of the performances in this movie is beautiful and i absolutely oh. love it because it's clear oscar isaac's playing it live at the time and mm. you you can't see I can't see all the little wires or whatever they've done to record it or get that sound, but the sound of his acoustic guitar, it it nails me. And I don't know why. I don't know what it oh, is about cool. his guitar in yeah. this in this um in this movie. But it just sounds really dry and dusty, but in a oh, good way. Okay. I don't I don't I don't know what it is, but you can yeah, literally yeah, yeah. hear every little finger picking note and stuff from his performances and his voice and it sounds great. And yeah. in my head I'm like, how did they record this? Because oh, they've, awesome. they've got they've got it they've they've managed to capture the isolate both his vocals and the guitar and then play it back to us in such a way that it seems like you're sat there listening to the performance. Yes. Um yes, yes, yes. And um but yeah I just that I that's great. That 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 just got me. And I I I don't know, you listen to like the director's commentary or something. I don't know if they actually yeah. touched upon how they recorded any of the performances. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> but, funnily enough, the commentary available on the really, really cool Criterion edition of this film is a commentary mm. with like scholars of the scene and the coen brothers Ugh, not... oh, exactly listen to that <laughs> <laughs> it was totally up my street though so but in another feature on it um yeah. there is actually in theory an answer to your question and the answer yeah. is t-bone burnett who is like the music supervisor and music guy and music yeah. guru and he was all over this shit and talking about it and i think also the the main thing that would help all of this would be can you do the impossible and cast a guy who's going to be perfect in the acting sense and perfect and, in the musician sense? So they lucked yeah. out getting Oscar Isaac because if they didn't, maybe then in that case you'd end up with the do... weird, awkward miming thing, yeah, exactly. which I the hate weird... in so many movies. It's really I can't actually. When you were saying that, I was like, oh, can I bring an example of a really like um, obvious mm. one? But I can't. But basically, every film that has music, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, most, most of them, them yeah. Um, whereas in this one, yeah, they did. Uh... I mean, another movie we absolutely love is Almost Famous, and they yes. actually learn yes. it and it did, was a big did the whole point band to learn thing. it, yeah. do it live. It's like if you just take that time and effort, and you restrict yourself to casting people who can play mm. the music in that way, you're 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 on tour. I mean, I didn't watch yesterday. Did it look like he was playing it? <laughs> <laughs> who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Right. Um, so so the ending, the ending yeah. is basically the beginning of the movie and you end up thinking Fucked right me up bro Fucked did me it up. fuck you up does it still do you still not it's it they're basically saying that he just goes through the motions week on week and just yeah. gets by and goes makes the same mistakes makes the same decisions goes back yeah. to the same place plays the same bar yeah. and he's kind of just getting by day to day because yeah. the the start of the movie is him performing at the gaslight yeah um he goes and talks to the manager he wanders out um, he says, oh, there's some guy in the alleyway who wants to see you. And this guy beats him up and he says, oh, stop heckling people. And he was like, I was drunk last night. I'm sorry, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a show, okay. man. Not a freaking yep. opera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you sort of, the movie starts. And then right at the end of the movie, he gets a chance to play that gaslight again. And he goes through those same motions. And that same thing happens again. Because you see it towards the end that he got drunk. the heckling and himself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like for you now, the whole movie has culminated in him being that much of an arsehole, to come back to my arsehole theme, if you just saw this yeah. guy heckling the most harmless, wholesome, middle-aged little woman with her auto oh. and just like saying, get your panties out. It's like, <laughs> there is no way you're going home going like, oh, probably he's got layers and he's actually a deep guy. Like, motherfucker is an arsehole in that moment. And yeah. the whole movie is a lot of trials and tribulations to get into that moment where you kind of do see why he's fucked off. Basically, this woman, he might actually have quite deep feelings for, actually. Yeah. who's with his other guy and who he's getting and he's paying for her abortion turns out she's also slept with the the manager of the club and he yeah. just drops the, the the club manager just drops this knowledge in a very coarse way and i think lewin's yeah. just like as it, and it's almost perceived as it's a reason why she got the gig reason why she got the gig as well and yeah which is, you know, yeah which is why he starts he heckling like, this middle-aged woman on the stage because he's like eh, eh? is yeah, that is yeah. that how you got he's it just trolling him too yeah exactly yeah. good point to, to bring that as part of it and then he gets he gets punched for it and it's basically the same scene as the opening of the film. And for me, I've actually got uh, my, my take on it 
then as opposed to now, I wonder if you can actually remember in that way. But I do remember being in a cinema and feeling like it was just so, I was so masterfully handled as a viewer and I was so immersed in it that when that happened at the end, I was just like, little teardrop like oh i get it i get the point it's trying to make it just felt a very it rang emotionally true and it really got yeah. to me and i'll tell you the truth is i watched it on this screen behind me not mm-hmm. the biggest mofo it was, it'll do it's better than you know having all the tabs open on your laptop but it was on this screen bit of glare coming in from the outside and all that ah, malarkey so but <laughs> there was something about when it happened this time it might yeah. just be being in a different place in life or just i think it was the lack of being in a cinema which i'm just just such a little you know mm. stand for right now be in a cinema if you can for a film and all this you know shout out yeah. to, to me for being the one to pitch the film to you um but i i felt more wait what i saw that scene before oh hold on and really? I, I felt a lot more like trying to put the pieces together and it didn't just immediately fit and then once it made sense to me i was like oh the first time i watched it i didn't even question it i just got what they were doing and this yeah. time it didn't it took a second i think that's because i wasn't as immersed in the film um mm. But it's a in terms of what it, the uh, film do you know what is I was thinking. Say, I was thinking. Um, I was thinking. Uh, remember you? T- I remember you telling me the national did a, a piece where they just played the same song over and over and over again. Yeah, they played the song um, "Sorrow" for like seven to eight hours or something in the museum. Yeah. Piece, I would love yeah. to see if someone ever goes and just puts Lewin Davis inside Lewin Davis on repeat. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. technically you could, and yeah, it, it would be it would be really. Fun. It could literally just like. Some bar somewhere needs to just have it on for like a whole yeah. night, and it just yeah. kept keeps scrolling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because it'd be quite funny, and it's kind of it's the point they're going for. It is kind of the point they're going for, and that's the thing is that I wasn't immersed enough. That part of me thought was I distracted that I missed a plot point, and I actually started rewinding for a second. I was like, where? When did they deviate? And I was like, as I'm looking for it, yeah. I was like, no, that's the whole point. Is that yeah. it's this this little loop he's stuck in, and 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 what's 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 funny about the loop is that all of his quote unquote friends that he sleeps on the couches for he has multiple arguments with and then they all sort of forgive him eventually and it shows how he sort of just couch hops around all these places until he's ran out of friends that he's pissed off and then he sort of goes back and asks for forgiveness and they all forgive him because he's Lewin Davis and he's our little folk friend and it's just funny so you can see how that loop can keep going because they sort of give you that sort of feeling as well and then he'll go back to his sister and I love the scene with the sister where she's like Oh, you're not you're not coming to ask for to borrow money, are you? And that's literally her opener. And he's like, uh, because that's literally why he's there. <laughs> and it's like he's gonna jump from bed to bed, and he's gonna sleep with one who he's friends with the boyfriend, and then he's gonna pay for her abortion and go back to another. Yeah. He's just gonna go round and round. Bless him. You're right. It is a really good sort of um, concept because his life is that kind of loop anyway. That's how it would mm-hmm. practically feel to him. I got one p- really good point I want to throw at you as we come to the end and do our scores from the commentary, which mm-hmm. is that in this scene part of what differentiated you was how fucking old school your repertoire was and that's mm. one thing if, if did you get this vibe that some of the people around him are doing slightly more easy poppy stuff and he's like yeah. old school fucking ballads like dark <laughs> shit and yeah, um, yeah. with the whole you know uh really old blues to to pick from mm. really uh, original folk music and stuff they're all bob dylan apparently you know as a mm as an interested in the history of it, if not a historian is the crossover point where he starts to be like, let's incorporate this, but let's express our own stuff. Whereas at this point, they're kind of doing old school stuff. It's not really about what's going on. Right. And so Mm. with that said, Oscar's character, Lewin Davis is like his repertoire is classy and good, but it's not, poppy and cool no and it's not capturing the audience it's not gonna it's not gonna make money which is what the it's man not says it's gonna make money that's what it is yeah. that's what it and, is and we, we can't um move on without yeah. just referencing one of the middle points of the movie where he gets some studio time with justin timberlake and adam driver <laughs> yeah. and they record one of the most hilarious songs you've ever heard which yeah. that he gets the opportunity to make royalties on this but because yeah. he needs a quick buck and he's not registered with some sort of union or something he yeah. just takes the 200 dollars paycheck and walks out yeah. and then towards the end of the movie we find out that the song's blowing up and yeah. someone goes hey you got royalties on that right and he's kind of like no nah. fuck's sake everything everything gets <laughs> fuck the world <laughs> it's so funny the, the song itself is just so funny please yeah. mr kennedy and um Uh-oh. i love <laughs> oh exactly shout out adam driver it's so funny i think one of the my favorite lines in it is uh Lewin making fun of it and being like, who wrote this shit anyway? And Justin's like, I did. 
<laughs> three two one <laughs> i thought that was perfect for lewin davis to throw shade that yeah. way you know what i gotta say let's what's the song about ha- jeff it's about not being told to go to war by president kennedy it's such a oh it's a I, you know i didn't even put two and two together i'm <laughs> like it's about a president lyrics. and space <laughs> <laughs> it gets a bit surreal with don't make me do this don't make me do that but yeah it's like it's a very it's such an on-point parody of like the hippies telling mr kennedy don't make us go to war mr kennedy but oh gotcha i, I wow. do feel like I have... I've, I've watched this movie a couple of times and never put two and two together i'm just like isn't it funny adam driver's making funny noises and they're talking about space and presidents yeah okay. I'll, I'll remind you about that afterwards and you tell me about the dry dusty guitar sounds because i was like sounds good to me the thing is if i didn't notice it it probably shows why it's good right because it's quite yeah. seamless. Let me just, the last thing for me is, because I've called him an We're arsehole. So many so last many, things. I've called him an arsehole so many times, but I have to give it up to him. He has this old sort of professorial couple who seem to love him and introduce him as their folks singing friend. He gets invited yeah. around for dinner. It's like his one last refuge, as Chris was saying, in this loop of places he stays. And they ask him to play a song. And there's this really nice quote where like, he seems a bit put off by it, a bit put out by it. They've mm. always got a, another guest and they're trying to show off Lou into him a bit. And they seem very sweet, but he, He's like, I'm not like a poodle. I'm not like a performing yeah. poodle. And then the woman's like, I thought singing was like a pure expression of the joy of the soul. I was like, well, that's a pretty hard one to come back at and argue. So he starts <laughs> singing and he starts singing Dink's song, which is from yeah. his repertoire, but was also from his repertoire with, with his old partner. And then the yeah. woman starts singing along with him and he gets fucking pissed and he shouts mm. at her and he's like, I'm not, a, I'm not just doing this as a parlor game. This is my life. This is my job. And yeah. basically it seems... And he makes her cry and upset. And it seems like he's actually really sad that she's singing the part of his dearly departed friend. And that's what's triggering him too. Um, But then, yeah, I just need to shout out because that's an arsehole moment. But then at the end of the film, when he comes back and he apologizes, she's apologizing to him for upsetting him. And he's like, oh, no, don't you apologize to me. And it's like, see, that's a good example. That's an arsehole. But he has layers and he seems genuinely moved. She's apologizing and he's apologizing and he's sorry. And something we have hardly mentioned but we shout out as we close is their cat was fine too this was the couple yeah. whose cat he was charged with looking after one of Didn't the cats do the best was job. fine yeah one of the cats was fine ulysses um but i love how she didn't know as well shout out the best line in the film probably where's his scrotum lewin um <laughs> because it wasn't a, a boy it was a girl um but yeah i just want to shout out that i think it's it's uh i do i do a lot of talking about whether people are likable or not. And I think that's very, it's taken me a whole year's worth of podcasting. Do you think you're likable, Jeffrey? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. It's taken me a year's worth of broadcasting to realize that's very, that's very, for me, it's very. Do you just say a year's worth of broadcasting? (laughs) A year's worth of podcasting, broadcasting, whatever you want to call it. And um, that for me is just a very, sitcoms to me do just, they have all the contours of a, I want to be watching and enjoying friends right now. And that's where that comes Mm. from. But other things, I don't need you to be likable. And Lewin isn't the most likable. But guess what? Even though I don't like him, kind of mm. love him. Yeah, so you can't not me. love him. Let's... Great name I... as well. Great name. Great name. The fact that everyone's a bit like, what's your name? Lewin, it's Welsh. Like, come on. Yeah. I've never heard that name outside of this film. You? Don't think so. I've heard of Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. That's close. Why Why is your head where my head was? <laughs> Scores. It's time for scores. Of course, that was going to be the segue into scores. Because oh, so we you... would both think of Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen at the exact same time. <laughs> we'll so, what your guess is? I, I'm going to upset you. I can imagine we're going to have arguments already. But okay, fantastic. Go. But we'll do. We'll go through. We'll do a very quick argument. I was given a heads up. I was given a bit of a. Mm, mm, this is. I've watched it before already. It was hard to put it on and get it in the order. Blah blah. blah. So I'm saying you were down the middle three for before. And then you, once okay. you're in the film, you're in the film and you're enjoying it because you're not, you know, you're not a weirdo and you got, a, you are a weirdo, but you're my kind of weirdo. So you gave it a four for enjoying and that's great. And then you gave it a four for afterwards because it's a fantastic film and it was a three, four, four, I reckon. Two in anticipation. Because I was, I, was, I, was, I was struggling to get it on. I was struggling with time and life. The listener's and, jaw just dropped. And I had my partner's gone. ear, in, partner's voice in my ear. <laughs> Just sort of going, oh, you've already watched it. Why are you already watching it? Stupid podcast you do. Um, the shout outs are getting more explicit. <laughs> um, for an enjoyment. So you're, yeah. you're you're bang on there. And I've given it a five in retrospect. Wow, a great I'm too off. But I'm happy to be too off. I, I was yeah, thinking, try five it in retrospect, but I didn't quite get brave enough. I, to, I okay, thought if I'm I didn't have off. a five in there somewhere, you, you would get the knives out. 
Shout out Radiohead. Um, <laughs> Shout out Radiohead, indeed. Um, that's a great review. Great scores. They fully make sense. But I'm too off, so I anticipate yeah. it's another week. I'm going to be behind because next up is Montero by Little Nas, an album that couldn't <laughs> be more different to this scene. And um, it was released just uh, actually two years ago now. So that's funny. I, I the, my whole review centers on it being like super new. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not that new in life, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think two years is about how far behind I am on the curve. To be fair. <laughs> in just yeah. general culture, life. Do you know what? Like, for a 35 year old, 36 year old man, I think I think that's about right to be about two yeah, years. Thanks, behind thanks for roughly. clarifying my age there. And get... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, we're exactly in his thirties. Um, but you know what? I will I will segue into my review by referencing the commentary for fucking Inside Lewin, Lewin Davis. A guy made what? the point of like, hey, in 59, beatniks are still a thing and it's still going well and all this stuff. Like it's still a big part of the mm. culture, but it's starting to dip out. By 61, that scene is kind of done. Everyone's kind of checked out. They're waiting for the new thing. Mm. And I was like, hold on. In two years, the whole culture changes like that. That's a bit fascinating to me because it makes me think like, a lot of the time, the way I'm looking at recent history, it's such a blur and it's all just a mishmash. Like, what's the difference between 2016 and 2018? But it, it's, it's like um, anything in terms of technology, reinvention and things like sure. that. The, the, sure. the, the curve sort of spikes very quickly. Mm. Think about, I don't know iphone 3 oh, why do i have to reference apple on this podcast? let's do it week? it's your favorite. but think let's of like i don't know ipod ipod iphone 3 gs to like mm. iphone 6 like mm. in terms of the chasm and how quickly that mm. invention went like whoop, like right yes. up the curve and then you look at i don't know everything from iphone 10 to now yeah the, the the um the improvements and whatnot are so minor we've, we've almost plateaued and you yeah. could say that with technology and music, it's a very similar thing. Sure. We went from sort of 60s, 70s rock, 80s technology, bang, like we've got weird, trippy decade there. Mm. And then you sort of come out the other side and now we're at a point where it's everything's possible. And, you know, I don't I don't know where I'm trying to go with that. But yeah, yeah, I'm no, kind of I, trying I to make what a you're point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, the, the escalation can be um, really, really quick and then you plateau. And then I, yeah. I think it was just this idea of like, Unless you're paying attention, this is, this is why I really do appreciate whether it's critics, reviewers, cultural commentators, but unless you're paying attention, which you can't pay attention to everything, some mm. other person has to like frame it for you, like how just in a couple of years, all this changed, right? And yeah. so to use that as a segue to, I don't know what's changed between um, Lil Nas X releasing Montero in 2021 of September, and now it's October of 2023. But to me, this feels like the fucking newest shit I've heard yeah in, in ages and, and so, not a lot of change it's still a banger is all i'm gonna well, say well <laughs> okay in that respect sure probably but <clears throat> i bet if you're a bit more in the scene like probably yeah. him working on his next record he's probably outgrown a lot of this shit so like but, if you're like on it uh a jack but then what, I, I, I haven't looked what's what's the um time frame between old town road and montero couple years couple years i think yeah. it was um 2019 maybe old town road so um 2018 2019 so 2018 i've just looked up um yeah. so yeah it takes takes a, a few years to to get there and then he was just caught a little crossroads if everyone remembers the novelty i mm. guess that's the fair term for it the novelty song old town road which was a banger which was a banger for little poppy kids um which was a banger for little cowboy adjacent pop rap <laughs> fans and it just did all the numbers and did all the things and had a catchy chorus and got a million remixes out of it and you're like see you later mr one hit wonder we've had a load of you before and mm. motherfucker figured something out. And I can't <laughs> quite put my finger on it because my main review does center around me just going like, oh, this is like a really good frame of reference for just what is happening in newer music. And it was mm. enjoyable as fuck. It was very catchy. It felt like, um, whereas I was watching Lewin Davis with a cup of coffee and feeling like a classy gentleman <laughs> about to go to the folk club, this was like, I'm downing all these Red Bulls and about to go live on TikTok or something. Like it was just a whole other, <laughs> a whole other aesthetic. That's it's just a brilliant. lot going on, right? That's brilliant. <laughs> Cup of coffee, cigarette, Lewin yeah. Davis, the gaslight. Like, no, six Red Bulls and a monster <laughs> and a relentless. Off we go, Lil Nas X. <laughs> that's yeah, and that's, and, but like it was, and it was very good. And and the, even it with is all, very good. It is very good. I, I'm sort of a bit baffed about it, to be honest. I don't know how much I will express this in praise 
when it that's what it deserves and more mine mm. is going to come from a place of surprise just because i didn't mm. expect to like it so apologies for that but yeah i was mainly surprised it's 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 a bunch of catchy singles probably if i did want to get a bit critical he doesn't quite this is the first album but he doesn't quite like let's say there's a few ballady numbers and mm. at the end of the day he covers quite a range of music i would say the two main ones being pop and rap um yeah he probably like just spread if he had to spread himself over all of them is probably a bit thin compared to like some of the ballads he could have gone a bit deeper or he could have just focused on pop on um rappy sort of bangers and getting that that vibe like it's a bit it helps for me who's like a newbie and i want the nice spread maybe a more hardcore listener is like that's my shit do more of that get deeper into that and that's always a question when an artist covers like a range of stuff it's like you could do the range and all the variety or you could just really try and like get deep on one genre for instance this is a very nitpicky Mm. thing i was just thinking out loud but basically this felt like little pockets of every genre that's kind of current and kind of works and um even the features to me do you know what the features reminded me of the features reminded me of as a book lover i do a lot Mm. of um this isn't very fashionable but i do like a good blurb and if the right people are blurbing a book i'm like oh this name likes it this name likes it it's like my friends who i respect recommending a thing and for me seeing the names of the features i was like okay these are like big names and it's miley Mm. cyrus and it's doja cat jack harlow elton john megan the stallion like these are kind of do you know why i love the elton john the names let's talk about the elton john one we have to talk about because because part of me was like oh we're gonna get elton john singing like that chorus from one of his songs or something like he's done with the thing he does um, with britney and dua lipa and everyone yeah yeah Yeah, but no it's just featuring elton john because he played the piano on it yeah i'm like great Both. perfect thank that you that is great and perfect i will say my first <laughs> listen through i literally made a note in my phone like must go back and listen to that song didn't hear elton at all and i was disappointed because <laughs> sometimes you don't want to see featuring elton john and not have his little warble just i was curious his how it was gonna elton's little warble <laughs> I, I was curious how it was gonna fit because the 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 noises and sounds of this album if that would have felt slightly out of place so probably was the right choice actually but um Lots of standout songs. I couldn't help it. I was like, God damn, that was catchy. Um, I love a bit of Sun Goes Down. That's what I want mm. has been in my head uh, all week. Um, yeah. Motherfucker is out here with low-key aggressive. He's like, uh, clearly, um, he's gay. He's very sensitive. He's got a very soft heart, very loving. And this is like a sort of aggressive coming at you song about how he just wants like a little lover because it's kind of lonely at night, not having someone yeah. to love him. But it's like, that's what I want. It's great. Um, it's 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 kind of, I don't know how often we've done this on the pod, but every now and again, mm. you're like, oh, that's what pop music is now. And that's how I felt about this album. It's not quite rap. And it's good pop music in, it's not in quite my pop. mind. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it is. D- d- here's one thing I want to throw out at you. Because yeah. even now looking at the album art, I'm like, the whole Red Bull and TikTok thing, it's like, it's just a lot of sensory overload. But like, mm. there was one funny creeping feeling on me. It doesn't stop me from enjoying it. It's just an extra mm-hmm. layer. It made me feel a, a bit old. I was like, "This is like this is for the youngsters." As much as I yeah. can appreciate it, right? It's not like for me in the same way it's going to be for a nineteen-year-old. You know? No, I, 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 I think the reason I like it is mm. because if I was growing up now, mm. I would love just something like this to be out there that just says, "Express yourself, be yeah. whatever you want." Yes, and it's fine, and you can make it. You don't have to conform to. Mm. Possibly what we grew up with, with the boy bands and the girl bands, and it being very just straight down the middle. Exactly. You're either this side or you're that side, and that's how you have to express yourself. This is just like he's fucking thrown every fucking colour against the wall and gone, isn't this fucking fun? And I think I said in the last pod, if you get a chance, just watch some of the music videos because they're just they're, they're they're just well you can go now they're just Show great notes. fun and yeah it's just it's just fucking it's what fucking babylon should be it's like glitz and glamour it's like baz lerman on crack it's just yeah, yeah. so much fun and you can see he's having so much fun with it and but yeah there's still that heartfelt sort mm. of sort of undercurrent there as well with with a lot of the songs yeah um, i'm not gonna be here for it unless there's that heartfelt undercurrent because as much as i'll be as swayed by a bit of spectacle as anyone if it doesn't mm. have heart i'm i feel like i'm shout out to an earlier episode it's just a bunch of pyrotechnics right but the thing is to yeah. me that shines through is hey you can have all the fun twerking you want if at first you were quite vulnerable with me then i'm here for all the <laughs> the the yeah. dancing you want and all the glitz and glamour and stuff because, and, and um, I, I i knew most of the singles on this singles really um and from radio? the playlist how did you know uh the 
that a, a osmosis or whatever the word yes. I used last week was. Yeah. It was just, it happens around me. <laughs> I hear that. Um, I hear that. So yeah, I think it's like the essential Lil Nas X playlist on Spotify and the guy's only got one album. So the majority of them are going to be on there. Yes. Um, um, so I knew a lot of the hits from this. Um, but li- I've listened to it a couple of times this week and then even the songs I didn't know now they're starting to like creep into yeah. my I like them now as well I like them now as well like yeah. the one of me featuring featuring Elton John like Scoop with Doja Cat it's just a Scoop. guy going Scoop, Scoop. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun it's great yeah. I'll tell you um, something that'll make you laugh the first the one featuring Miley Cyrus it. is great as well um, I want to come back yeah. to that quick one about the, the Scoop one is I remember this is really catchy and I'm thinking that as I'm listening I'm not as looking at titles because i do like to look yeah. at the titles but i wasn't looking and i was like me and you have occasionally referenced a really funny snl skit featuring yeah. and timothy chalamet and i was like <laughs> yes. i actually don't know what he's saying is he just going scoop 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 and then later and then you look at the song's <laughs> called scoop <laughs> yeah i didn't actually know what he was saying but it was very catchy and i was like it's so funny how you can be catchy with just a sound and then later i was like oh he's actually saying scoop like as in to be a news scoop or something <laughs> fair fair play fair play um yeah. i also thought this is a really funny way where I see a little um, bit of Lil Nas X on the socials and he seems mm. to be very on it with like, or at least he was up until recently. Like he would comment on stuff and he'd have all the hot takes. That's quite a big deal in becoming a big uh, name these days. Even even the choice not to be is a big choice, mm. right? Um, but one thing that I do get the feeling of, because sometimes even without listening, I, I try and put the feelers out there. Jack Harlow isn't necessarily the most critically admired dude. Yeah. He's a bit like white bread for people, a bit um, bland or whatever. And that's the funny thing is I've never actually listened to him. I just know this about his reputation. Mm. It's funny how a reputation precedes someone, sometimes unfairly. This is how out of it and 30 years old I am. I listened to his verse and I was like, cool. That was fun. <laughs> I just liked it. And I'm sure for a proper rap hardcore, that was some bland ass shit, but I liked it. Um, it fit in. It was perfect. Yeah, and and was... they are besties. Uh, uh, I oh, think really? I'm pretty sure like Jack Harlow just follows him around now. Because anytime you see any performances with Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow yeah. just wanders out, does his verse, goes home. <laughs> and you're oh, kind of like, is he doing his really own fun. tour or does he just, he's literally <laughs> just there for that, that one song on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked the last song on that album. Yeah, it's I'm good not sure how I feel about Miley Cyrus on it. Really? She, yeah, dude. There's something about because she feels like a lot bigger to me than than um, back in the day. For whatever reason, I never like pegged her as the one who'd sort of make it out. I remember her being. I would lump her in in my head with like, what's her name? Hannah Montana. Did she play Hannah Montana? I don't know. There was uh, yeah, they're the same know. person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So like more like the Britney pop star. But for some reason, she's yeah. outlasted it and she's reinvented herself a few times. She's cowboy. To me, sometimes it feels like she's really like putting on this singing voice. And I don't, I, it's, it, it doesn't. No, it's just her voice. It is just, Maybe. <laughs> her talk. It is just her voice. Generally. Fair enough. Fair enough. It doesn't uh, quite resonate And to be honest, me. again, another thing that's happening around me is the latest uh, Miley Cyrus reinvention. Oh. Just putting it out what, there. What is it her, now? Her, How, can you characterize it with a word? Uh, grown up. Oh, okay. She's wearing lingerie. Uh, that's, that's, no, no, it's pretty. That's a pretty harsh way of putting it. But she's got a couple of songs out now that are really good. Oh, just, cool. Okay, fair play. I'm not. I'm and, not and, saying. And, and will... it, it's talking to her younger self and just saying, "Yeah, I was stupid. I was doing what I was doing back then." But that's what you do. You need to grow up. And if I'm growing up in front of people, then that, that's kind of what. Yeah, it is. yeah. No, growing up in front of, of people is always something we don't give enough uh, credence to. I mean, same yeah. for this bloke. Bloody hell! I wonder what he's yeah. going to make of this in 20 years. He's a very young guy, and. Yeah. The fact that he's blown up and he's doing all the, you know, give yourself permission vibes. I, I think it is mm. worth a mention that, like, um, not everyone who's got this varied an amount of interests creatively and even in their personal life choices is going to mm. get all the love. And I'm sure he's had to face a lot of not getting love, too. And I'm really glad he's mm. made it. And this is for all the people who are, like, still not getting that love for being mm. on the spectrum when it comes to their sexuality or their interests in whatever the fuck. And I wonder what you know, if there's a, a movie about a little kid in the Bronx who likes a bit of rap and he gets a bit made fun of, but like mm. he tries a few open mics and then gets put off or whatever, that's like, to me, that's what <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis has now done to my brain. You see a big yeah. star and there's just people on their margins and outskirts who maybe get affected by that mm. and it helps them through, but it doesn't mean everyone's going to make it. So fair play mm. to this unicorn of a man who has made it. Um, it's a really yeah. enjoyable album. And even with that said about, this was just a, a, a few listens. First listen, I'm I'm kind of very open now to to hopping on board whatever Lil Nas X does next. And I definitely um, liked that last song. It was just interesting that like I was quite surprised he could do 
a ballad that straight. Yeah. And I think I think Miley does it well. I just can't describe what was like a bit uh what not working for her voice for me. We, but we, hey, we, a reoccurring theme here. Jeff don't like voices. voices. Chemistry yeah. of voices. If, if there's and a voice he don't like, he's just like, nah, it's either too good or <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, this one definitely wasn't too good. That wasn't This is problem. too raspy, hey, isn't it? Something, something. It, it's too she's a tryhard. I don't know what it is. I'm not closing the door. <laughs> Miley, I'll see you next time. Uh it was it just wasn't to be this time. Okay. I feel like um we've covered a lot of grounds and i have some scores if you have some guesses uh i'm pretty sure i got this bomb oh really and i'm too off we've had a few weeks mm. like this and then the, oh, I feel like the it's all right it doesn't it, it's like if if the scores happen in the forest and they're not on the website have they really happened is kind of <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice so just don't update the website fantastic yeah, and then um, no one will ever know um you, I, last time you I'm, said it you got it right by the way so let, let's see if you were right again two in anticipation interesting and four four only one off there's actually a three i was look i was looking forward well, to you, it, but... okay fair yeah, so yeah. what three four four yeah three, three four, four four okay which is what i guess for you two you're only one off you win this week the draw deadlock has been broken there was a lot of draws and it's now been it's now been a good month or so since i've won so that's a disgusting stat for you um what have we got for Just next week be better jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> have you got anything for me what are we saying I, I do. I do have something for you. Um, am I going first? Um, yes, please. Uh, so there were two things that it could have been this mm. week. I'm watching two things currently that are currently out there. Yeah. Um, both of them had what I thought were great episodes this week. So mm. both of them I was close to throwing your way. But I'm going to double down on Lil Nas X and inclusivity and being creative and fun. Oh, okay. And give you series five, episode five. We've done Drag Race. Of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to the, uh, just to get my Alex bashing in. Yes, we're repeating something this week. But Alex Jeffrey. Knows best. Um, but that was Drag Race, like US. This is Drag Race UK. And uh... this week's episode was an absolute freaking joy. And I think the pinnacle of what this show does best. So. I'm just yeah. throwing it your way. It's on iPlayer. Yeah. It, it happened last week. Uh, series 5, episode 5 of Drag Race UK. And Fantastic. Enjoy, okay. because I had a blast. Okay, well, someone had a blast. Someone is doing a doubling down. We have a lot of listeners who feel a way about doubling down. So don't worry, listeners who feel about a way about doubling down, because your boy is out here breaking new ground. Okay, and you are going to have series... Are you ready for this? Because you will not guess it in a million years. Series oh, 22... Oh, God. <laughs> Episode seven of one Jesus. of my favorite shows. Okay. And it's crazy that this has never, I don't think we've, we've barely even talked about it, let alone it's never made it to the pod. But very similar to your pitch, it makes it a bit of a television, <coughs> pardon me, episode spectacular because very similar to your pitch, this was recent. Okay. This just happened and I just enjoyed the hell out of it. And I was like, if Christopher hasn't experienced the joy that is this, I need to I need to throw this in his face in whatever way I can. Oh yeah, I have a podcast to do that. It's Gogglebox time, motherfucker. Oh, series twenty two, <laughs> episode seven of Gogglebox, and it is the Friday the twentieth of October edition of it. And that's what is on the docket this week. Friday the twentieth. And you have another reaction video. Of all the things that jump out to me is like the most immediate, easy to consume content, it is the reaction to pictures videos. Yeah, so you got my reaction to a pitch for me watching people's reactions to TV. <laughs> is this celebrities? Is this just regulars? What, what it's is regular. This? Oh, mate, celebrity goggle box is not even discussed in this house. But are, are regulars now celebrities? Is it the same people yes. that were doing it 20 years ago, still watching some. stuff? There's, there's some survivors. I mean, it's it's it's... Wouldn't it be great if there were partners that have split and then they're still doing it separately or something? Like, I mean, I there's a, there's a, a lot of things have changed in the 20 years. We're going to get into it next week, folks. Um, they are celebrities in their own right, but don't worry, it is not celebrity Gogglebox. I did not Gogglebox know you watched Gogglebox. Which is very, yeah, we, maybe maybe we didn't know this about each other. But, mm. you know, in, in a year of podcasting, we might start slowly, slowly getting to know each other. We'll get to know you more <laughs> next week too, dear listener, as you get to know us more. Uh, more content being pitched. We look forward to more guest hosts in the future. We look forward to more inventive and fun 30-second games that you are going to contribute to. But for now, we'll see you another time. And goodbye. Take care. If you don't 
Like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak The microphones bleed cause they're so cheap We're sorry to your ears If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle or this outro Or if you don't like the whole show Question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast If you think we both speak too fast Too many tangents never stay on task Pick up a book instead If you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again